0: Out to Gibson, circling up top, Mo between his legs, gives it up to the right side, eight to shoot. EJ's going to drive. EJ down the lane between defenders, missed it. Jaguar rebound, kick out. Gibson pump fake, open three ball. Get in there.
1: Yeah. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas.
0: Stops, floats up a three-pointer, missed it. Rebound tapped high in the air, tapped around, tapped around. It's in, but that's your ball game. You can unhitch the wagon. Put the ponies in the bar. Oklahoma wins the Big 12 opener on New Year's night. Final score, Sooners 71, Wildcats 69.
1: Now. Back to the voice of the National Championship Baylor Bears, John Morris. Highlight Cuts courtesy of the Sooner Sports Network from Learfield. Toby Rowland with the calls from Oklahoma's Big 12 opening win over Kansas State on Saturday. Now the Sooners in Waco to play the Bears coming up this evening, and we're joined by Toby Rowland. Hey, man, I appreciate your time. Welcome to Waco, and Happy New Year to you.
0: Thank you, John. Always, uh, always great to be on the banks of the Bronx.
1: Looking <laughs> forward to seeing you tonight. I appreciate that. Same here. You got to like a nice little uh, six p.m. tip off on the road, right? I don't hate it.
0: I don't. Yeah, I don't hate it. It's uh, you know, you get in that airplane, you might get home before midnight and uh, get a decent, nice rest. So I definitely prefer it over eight o'clock.
1: Very good. Hey, tell us about uh, tell us about Porter Moser taking over for Lon Kruger. Lon Kruger, just one of the you know most respected coaches, I think, in the history of the game, and had a great tenure there at OU. But what what are the changes? Uh, how have things gone in the transition to Porter Moser? It's been great.
0: You know, I, I this is kind of funny. I went to a Porter Moser practice for the first time this summer. And watched him for a while, and I went on the radio the next day, and I was trying to describe people his, to people his coaching style. And I said, "Imagine if Brent Venables was a basketball coach. That is Porter Moser. I mean, just you know, a hundred percent energy all the time. Of course, this is long, long before yeah. Brent Venables came to OU. So we've got we got twins uh, coaching our basketball and football team now." They kind of look alike a little bit, to be honest with you, but uh, I love Lon Kruger to death. I think the world of Lon Kruger. what he did for this program, what he's done for my family, both my boys worked for him in his basketball program. Uh, the man is, is one of the classiest individuals, not just coaches, but human beings I've ever been around. Porter Moser's an entirely different personality. He is a very aggressive you feel like he's had about ten red Bulls every time you talk to him although he swears he doesn't drink them he walks fast I was walking out of practice with him today out of the shoot around and I couldn't keep up with him We were walking side by side having a conversation and I was having a hard time keeping up with his pace' he's just always going you'll notice tonight on the sidelines never sits down constantly moving gets down in defensive stance with his team when they're on defense he's a bundle of energy and a really really good basketball coach too so i think um, i think we're lucky to get him and i'm pretty excited to see what the next few years hold with him as our head coach
1: well a new head coach and some new players i mean you got a lot of new faces on that roster it seemed like he did a good job with uh you know going to the transfer portal and getting some of those grad transfers in there
0: Yeah, it was an emergency situation when he showed up because everybody left. Uh, He had three guys when he got here. Uh, And those three guys will be in the starting lineup tonight. Jalen Hill, Elijah Harkless, and Emoja Gibson. Everybody else either went to the NBA. Austin Reeves went to the NBA. Brady Manick went to North Carolina. Londis Williams went to Wake Forest. Kirk Quest went to Marquette. On and on and on. And he was able to quickly assemble a team, uh, kind of a hodgepodge makeshift team of transfers and a couple of freshmen and has them playing pretty good basketball. I was looking at last year's one game that Oklahoma and Baylor played against each other. And tonight's team did not make a single field goal against Baylor last year.
1: Oh my gosh. Uh, Hill.
0: Hill Gibson and Markless went 0-6 combined, and nobody else was here. So it was a complete overhaul. Uh, Jordan Goldwire came from Duke, where he was the Defensive Player of the Year in the ACC last year. Uh, they were able to get, of course, the Groves brothers from eastern Washington, who uh, almost knocked off Kansas in the NCAA tournament last year. Uh, another young man, Ethan Shagwa from SMU, who has been a nice reserve big man for them this year, and a couple of freshmen that have added some time, and, and they've uh, played hard. They play good defense, they play hard, and uh,
1: they've been able to stay in some games. Toby, isn't it amazing? I mean, you've been doing this a long time. Isn't it amazing how the, the makeup of a team, the roster of a team can change so dramatically from one year to the next? I mean it's just it it, it kind of boggles the mind how much it can change.
0: Well, in this sport especially, yeah. in you see it in baseball and football, but in basketball especially and this game tonight might be the best example of that in America. You look at you know obviously Baylor's team last year and and the uh, national championship run they went on and all of the talent that they lost off that team and uh, to be right back there at number one with, you know, there are some familiar guys, uh, but for the most part, it's a lot of new guys for you you too that are, are giving you great minutes. And, uh, and Oklahoma is almost well, 75 80% entirely new roster. So it can happen fast in basketball. And I think uh, as much as we're talking these days about the transfer portal, in college football, I'm not sure there's anywhere it has a bigger impact than in basketball. Because if one guy, one key guy, makes a move, it can entire entirely change a basketball team. So, yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's fascinating to watch the metamorphosis of a team from one year to the next.
1: One guy back that you mentioned uh, is Waco's own mojo Gibson. Uh, what what's his temperature? Does he like uh, playing games here in Waco?
0: Well, he's excited to be here, but last year he didn't play very well here. Uh, I have been told he has uh, 47 friends and family. He's been able to gather you know how that goes. you go around and ask all your teammates for their tickets right So everybody's pitched in and given Mo their tickets tonight and he's got 47 friends and family that are that are here uh, for him tonight and uh, he's having a really good year. He is a shooter. For those who know know Mo, he's a sniper. He likes to hang out behind the arc. He's got a really quick trigger and has been playing well. He's made 17 threes in the last four games, had at least four in all four of those games, and has had to step up and be a scorer for this team. They really didn't have anybody coming back that was a significant scorer for them last year. Mo played but was in a reserve role and had a couple of big games here or there, but didn't average big numbers. Same with Elijah Harkless. Both of them were role players, and they've been asked this year to be scorers. And so Mo's done a nice job stepping up and being a bigger scorer. He's gotten to the free throw line a fair amount. He's made his free throws. And and mostly he's a guy, though, that's going to try to spark a run with the three-point ball. And he's got good range, too. So really good kid. Excited to be back in the Waco
1: area. He played, of course, high school here in in town, and uh, hopefully he has a good game tonight. Toby Rowland, our guest, voiced of the Oklahoma Sooners, Baylor and OU tonight, 6 p.m. tip-off in the Farrell Center. And uh, what have you seen or what stands out to you about the league so far? I mean, there's some pretty impressive starts by uh, Big 12 schools so far this year.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I think the two stories are the two biggest stories are the two teams that, that you saw that played each other up in Ames. I mean, the again, the fact that, that Baylor is right back there and looking like maybe the favorite to win the national championship again after everything they lost last year is amazing. It's just it's, it's unbelievable. It really is. And Iowa State just came out of nowhere for this uh, incredible start they've had. They were picked to finish last in the league by everybody. So the, the job that T.J. Ottenberger's done is tremendous. I think it's, uh, other than that, it's like in in past years, it's deep. Every night's a dogfight. You're going to have, in the end, six or seven teams that are going to make the NCAA tournament. But you can't let your guard down against anybody. We played Kansas State on a Saturday night there and. Uh, they were also down a player in their starting lineup, Noel, and got white hot from three-point range in the second half. I mean, they were throwing him in from everywhere. Mark Smith had the game of his life. And Nigel Pack was making him. You never know what you're going to run into. TCU's off to an impressive start. Really eager to see what happens with uh, Texas, with Chris Beard now this year. So I, I think it's uh, – I think it's a survival of the fittest once again. And now you mix in uh, some new coaches and some coaches that have moved, uh, you know, Beard to Texas. And, of course, Porter Moser here at at Oklahoma and Texas Tech's got a new head coach. And uh, that kind of shakes up the formula a little
1: bit, too. So
0: it's going to be a very interesting run to the trophy this year.
1: Yeah, and Iowa State, a new head coach. So we're playing yep. our yeah, first right. two conference games against uh, teams with new head coaches. Hey, along those lines, uh, a football question for you. How was San Antonio? That was a good bowl win over Oregon. And uh, Bob Stoops, uh, big game Bob, was on his game, wasn't he, for that bowl game?
0: Yeah, that was fun. That was the whole uh, The whole week, the whole few days there in San Antonio was – a lot of fun there went from disappointed to you know not be playing in the playoff and in bigger games and then losing your head coach to really the whole fan base being excited about that we've never played in the alamo bowl before so the the san antonio thing was new for everybody as you know it's a wonderful city it is and it's so much fun for a situation like that i think it's a perfect final four city too And uh, you stay on the Riverwalk and you get to hang out with all the Sooner fans and walk to the game. And There were 40,000 of them down there and everybody was just beside themselves to see Bob Stoops back on the sidelines again. And then for them to go play well and win and everything, it was just a great, great night all around. And uh, Bob's amazing. He's a completely different person than he was five years ago when he retired. He's, uh, his personality's changed. He's loose. He's fun loving. Of course, he's one of the media now. So he is more than willing to do interviews and all that kind of stuff that it was like pulling teeth. And, you know, he had kind of an adversarial relationship with the media when he was a coach. And now he, he, he's one of them. And he'll, he'll text me and say, Hey, you want me to come on your show tomorrow? And I'll say, Who is this? This is not, this is not the Bob Stoops I knew for all those years. So, it was great to see uh, the old ball coach come out one more time, and, and the team to play well. It's been a tumultuous month, to say the least, for Oklahoma football. But that night was a lot of fun.
1: I bet. Well, we saw your uh, your new offensive coordinator on Saturday. He stayed with Ole Miss and. Didn't have the result that he wanted. That's Jeff Levy. But uh, hey, you guys weren't very nice to him down there. <laughs> well, we didn't. We didn't intend to be nice to him. <laughs> but uh, defense played great. But Brent Venables uh, coming back there, man. Everybody's got to be excited. I'm sure hate to lose Lincoln Riley, but excited to have Brent Venables as the new head football coach.
0: Very excited. Very very excited. As soon as the uh, the news broke that that Lincoln was going west, the first name on everybody's lips was Brent Venables, and uh, we loved him when he was here. Uh, we have been admiring the work he's done from afar at Clemson and uh, was an obvious choice. It's been, you know, one of those things that's been talked about on sports radio and radio in the circles for years, you know, even back when Lincoln was, was hired. That all happened so fast, but there even was some talk back then that I'm surprised they didn't at least you know, have an interview with Venables. And so it, his name has been talked about a lot in Norman for many years. And and with the success he's had at Clemson, the two national championships, top five defenses, it's always been thought that if it was ever the right timing, he would be a an obvious fit. And for it to work out and Brent to come home, uh, we, we uh, believe it's home anyway. He's assembled an impressive staff. I think he's still got one more spot to fill, but he's assembled an impressive staff. I think you're going to see the defensive talent and recruiting probably take a step up, and uh, and we'll we'll see what happens on offense. Jeff Levy has had a nice uh, run. You guys know him well around here. And, sure. And uh, has had a nice run since he's left Baylor, and uh, we'll see what happens on offense. They've, they've done some pretty magical things on that side of the ball the last – five years under Lincoln Riley. Uh, So it's going to be hard to keep up that pace, but uh, we'll see. But yeah, as for the fan base and uh, their excitement level, you know, they went from stunned and mad when the news came down about Lincoln to uh, really euphoric in about a week. So there's been a lot of uh, therapy sessions needed in Norman over the last (laughs)
1: month. We feel like we've been through the ringer a little bit. I bet. Hey, it's great to visit with you. I'm glad you're here and uh, look forward to seeing you at the Farrell Center in just a little bit. All right. Thanks, J Mo. We'll see you over there. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. That's Toby Rowland, the great voice of the Oklahoma Sooners. Baylor and OU comes up tonight in the Farrell Center. Our pregame show on the air at 530. Tip off at 6 for Baylor and OU Big 12 basketball, right here on ESPN Central Texas.